Let me talk to you about American Giant. American Giant is our sponsor, um, and it's all American made. Every bit of their clothing, every every drop of ink, every stitch, every pattern is cut. <coughs> Everything is sewed here in America. American cotton, and they make great clothing. If you're looking for a uh, Christmas gift, the best place that you can buy American-made clothing, really good stuff, American-Giant.com slash Glenn. That's American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Go there now. All right. Well, I is set. The radio program hosted by just some unknown. Just guy, This guy is so talented. He's back after a week. And wow, is he good. Wait until you hear Or, or not. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Back from uh, vacation and uh, the holiday, ready to work, I mean, feverishly for another three weeks or so before there's another holiday. But man, it's going to be an action packed three weeks. We're going to come right out of the shoot with about 25 minutes of really good material jam packed into this three hour broadcast. Or wait, well, maybe 20 minutes. Uh, We begin in 60 seconds. First, let me tell you about Relief Factor. A lot to be grateful for. A lot to be grateful for. One of the things I am most grateful for is the lack of pain now in my life. I used to live with incredible pain where I couldn't even move my hands. I couldn't use my fingers. I I like to handwrite. Uh, I didn't think I could handwrite another letter ever again. Uh, five years ago, around this time, I started taking Relief Factor, and it shocked me that it worked. It reduces inflammation in your body 100% drug-free. Over a million people have tried it, and 70% of them go on to order it again and again. Now listen, you try it for three weeks. Take it as directed. If it's not working for you in three weeks, probably not going to work. But 70% go on to order more. It's relieffactor.com or call 1-800, the number 4-RELIEF, 1-800-4-RELIEF, relieffactor.com. 
Well, hello, Stu. Glenn, how are you? Well, you're still high off of the Eagles win. Shockingly, yes, I am. Shockingly. And we'll continue to just remain high because you have to be high to watch a team play terrible for three quarters and still win. I'm excited for it, though. I'm here. I'm here, here for it. You're here. Mm-hmm. Uh, all Happy right. Thanksgiving, by Thank the way. you very yeah. much. Did you, uh, did you, how much weight did you gain? I don't think I gained any. Really? Yeah. Well, it's hard. I'm uh, not like you then. I have to, yeah, I have to go to a special, uh, you know, Amazon warehouse now to be weighed. Oh, so <laughs> they were, they I'm probably not, very busy with Black yeah, Friday busy, and all that very stuff. So they were like, there. Hey, we can't weigh you fat. So, uh, <laughs> wait until after the holiday. So we'll see after the, uh, after the holiday, okay, uh, lots of lots of stuff uh, going on. A lot of stuff with the border. Hey, here's one. Um, there's a surveillance program that affects anyone who has AT and T's phone network. So we're talking very few people, very few. AT and T is uh, is part of something called the Data Analytical Services, or DAS. And it's coordinated with federal and local law enforcement agencies. And here's what it does. They have been secretly collecting and analyzing over a trillion domestic phone records. One trillion. And they do that every year. If you have AT&T... You're being snooped on by the federal government. It used to be called Hemisphere, and it's run by AT&T in, coordinated, in coordination with different agencies. Now, Congress just uh, found out about this, uh-huh, and uh, they're going to do something about it, uh-huh. Uh, but uh, may I just, I mean, just, I'll just throw this in. It's not a commercial. Patriot Mobile. Um. This is what it does. It goes after anybody who has in been, been in direct contact with a criminal suspect and anyone else who has had communication with them. So some guy that you don't know called somebody who's a criminal of any sort. That's recorded. Then that guy calls Somebody else and somebody else calls somebody else and that somebody else calls you. That's the chain. All of your records. They're tying everyone together, which I think is good. Um, You know, Kevin Bacon, I mean, we'll finally have absolute proof that it is seven phone calls away to Kevin Bacon. (laughs) So we got that going for us again. That's an AT&T thing. Uh, When it comes to the hostages, well, we got one. Maybe we can, maybe we can get the other 12, but we got one. And Biden is working really super, super, super hard. But let's remember, it's the Palestinians that want a two-state solution. Or... The exact opposite of that. There is a new um, poll out. It was taken November 14th by a West Bank polling firm. They asked Palestinians in Gaza and the West Bank what kind of state they would like to establish. One state for two peoples garnered the support of 5.4%. Two state solution 
was supported by a whopping 17%. But the clear winner with 74.7% was a Palestinian state from the river to the sea. So, who wants that two-state solution? Well, they could put maybe they could put it in the other the Israeli state in the ocean, like on a barge or something. I mean, they just but said from option. the river to the sea, right? And they could be in the river too, right? You know what That's I mean? Right? Maybe they like a little you just dump all their bodies like in the river. A casino boat? Oh, a casino! Oh, you're saying yeah, it, that we shouldn't kill them? Oh, I, yeah, because that's, I mean, I don't know if well, that's the option technically, here. They, uh, with, when they say from the river to the sea, it's okay. actually, Glenn, an aspirational f- phrase uh, that mm-hmm. means freedom mm-hmm. for all, according oh. to uh, oh, our, our friend yeah. uh, in, in, the, in, the gov- in our government, in, in Congress, Rashida Tlaib. Oh, okay. Well, I'm sure Rashida Tlaib is an aspirational okay. phrase. Aspirational. So. Right, right. Is that like, gee, I... Uh, let's fire the ovens back up in Auschwitz. Is that kind of the same kind of aspirational kind of? It does make you think about does. what they're aspiring to. Yes, it does, it does. make you it want to have the other yes, side of that. Yes, uh, two men were accused of, of spying for Israel. They were uh, Gazans, the West Bank. Friday night, their bodies were found um well not exactly found everybody knew right where they were they they were uh shot by palestinian groups and uh palestinian journalist who anonymously has let this out has provided uh, details apparently uh they were um drugged through the streets uh the palestinians in the streets then just kicked their bodies uh, with with everybody else just uh, you know recording it on their phone, uh, then they were well they were stomped on and then they were hung up from an electrical tower, and then uh, you know then they were dumped in a waste container. So I didn't hear any. I've heard a lot of stories about uh, Gazan citizens uh, dying. It's been on the news yeah. a lot, but those two, those really two, I haven't really covered. No, you, no they haven't. No, they haven't really. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, U.S. destroyer took five individuals into custody yesterday as they attempted a terrorist hijacking of an Israeli-owned tanker in the Gulf of Aden. They also responded to the not only distress call but the uh, Houthis, which don't even mess with them. Don't even mess with them. The Houthis. Iranian-backed, fired two ballistic missiles at the destroyer uh, right as they were going to respond to that pirate hijacking or or whatever. You know, we have to brush up on our pirate terms. Uh, It's been a while. It's been a while since we've really had to talk about pirates. And what what, what is it when a pirate takes over a, a ship? What do you... Ever since Johnny Depp's gone through his problems, I've lost. Right. The, I've lost the plot on that one. Sure, sure, sure. Um, so Seattle, they had their Christmas tree lighting. Surprised they even have Christmas in Seattle anymore. Um, but uh, Antifa and pro-Palestinian activists were there to vandalize uh, the uh, local stores and uh, and quote uh, light the tree. I think they might have thought it was a, a little uh, different kind of tree lighting. Um, it, this happened in New York as well. The public library, now $75,000 just to 
just to clean up after the vandalism of the uh, the uh, protesters, which is, you know, no big deal. Hey, the prime minister of Ireland has just welcomed home uh, their hostage, nine year old Israeli hostage um, kidnapped by Hamas and taken as hostage, turned nine while in uh, while in captivity there for what was it, 50 days, something like that. Um he came out and he said this is a, an enormous day of joy and relief for Emily Hand and her family, an innocent child who was lost and now been found and returned. As we breathe a massive sigh of relief, our prayers have been answered. Uh, that's the prime minister of now. I don't think she wandered off into the woods. No, no, I don't. I, I mean, I could be wrong, um, but uh, she has been lost. Then she was found and returned. Uh, so, like a lost puppy. Like a lost. You know, puppy. sometimes the puppy you let them out to go pee pee. Mm-hmm. They run away. You Is find that them what at happened a park. to Emily. Uh, who knows? That may I have been it. I don't think so. No, I don't think so. She was no. she was kidnapped by terrorists. I particularly love how they're basically trying to cover this like it's a reality show reunion. Where they're like, oh, and then the swelling music comes up. And look, Hamas, these lovely Hamas people are dropping off these lost citizens back to Israel. Mm. What a wonderful thing Hamas is doing for the Jews. They just love the Jews so much. They're returning these people who had wandered off. <laughs> and what a, what, it's like those soldiers coming home videos, you know, when like they're, they're at their basketball game and the referee comes out. Oh, my gosh, it's really his dad. Oh, it's like these wonderful. <laughs> And the music swells up and then they give a bunch of money to charity to I don't know what's going to happen next. Every little piece of this is playing out like it's this cheesy, schlocky reality show. It's like these people, uh, the the four year old that was taken, Mm -hmm. um, uh, which is an American, American, Mm -hmm. um, just again, thrilled. That Thrilled. she is has been returned. Yes, and they're like they're but but they're treating it like oh wow that was really nice of Hamas to drop off this four year old who was lost wandering in the park. And in reality, she was in her father's hands as he was shot in the head. Her mother, her mother also murdered. She escaped, went next door, and that wasn't the end of her story because then she was taken prisoner next door. They kidnapped the entire family and brought them over to gaza so they mur- now she comes back to nothing her pa- her family has been murdered wow wow listen to the way this like, listen oh, to the way this well, thank you hamas oh that's so nice journalist of you. Yeah. will frame this what was it she was here's here's her the parents story parents were murdered is what it was her parents were found dead in their home she luckily <laughs> found they were wandered she was, off oh. where a group of palestinians oh wow gathered her and the family next door. They didn't know what was going on, and they rushed them to safety. And now she's been returned. In a hospital, probably, too. They probably rushed her to safety in a hospital. Exactly right. That doesn't seem to have a lot of medical equipment, but does have a lot of firearms. (laughs) (laughs) But other than that. Well, firearms are a big cause of medical problems. Right. So, So, I mean, if you're going to have firearms... Have them at the hospital. There, okay, there you so go. You can take care of everything. Uh, if preserving your family members uh, or your family memories matters to you, then it is time to take advantage now of the largest best sale of the year from Legacy Box. It's their cyber. It's Cyber Monday, isn't it? Is it Black Monday? Cyber Monday. 
Cyber Monday. They're saying now it's just Cyber Weekend, Glenn, because people are on their mobile devices. That's all the news coverage I kept here. Like, the people are very much going onto the internet to do their shopping this year. Really? No way! <laughs> Isn't it like the media is so much like Kodak? Hmm. You remember when Kodak was like, we're Kodak. We don't need to. Ha- we make film. Right. No, and then like two years digital crap. Yeah, yeah. Two years later, out of business. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like that. Uh, anyway, um, Legacy Box. If you do happen to have some Kodak film and pictures uh, or uh, video or anything uh, that is not digitized, all of that stuff is decaying. Hundreds of dollars in savings right now. Preserve your tapes, your film reels, your photos for as little as $27. Legacy Box will take care of all of the pictures. They digitize them here in America. Their team is very, very good. We've sent stuff from next door uh, to Legacy Box to have them actually uh, uh, copy some of the things we have. And we don't let go of some things, you know, easily. Oh, here's a rare picture. You can trust it's happening here in America. It's coming right back. It's really simple. You get the digital and you get the originals back. Legacy Box has their best sale of the year. Won't last long. Legacybox.com slash Beck for an unreal 65% off during their Cyber Week event. It's this week. 65% off. Legacybox.com slash Beck. 10 seconds. Station ID. So my former talent agency, um, UTA, uh, is in uh, Los Angeles, California. Jay Surez is the guy. He was uh, one of my agents. He runs uh, UTA. He has let Susan Sarandon go. Wow. Because of her stance on Israel. Uh, And he is uh, doing uh, a lot of that, I I. I think uh, taking a stand against the madness that is going on uh, in Hollywood. Have you seen what's happening around the rest of the world? The rest of the world is swerving out of the way of this leftist nightmare. You followed this Canada's human rights. Now they're with us. They're still going left. Canada's human rights commission has suggested now that Christmas and Easter amount to systemic religious discrimination. So Canada's, you know, hopping off that train of Easter and Christmas because they are. They're so they're so racist, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I mean, who doesn't wear a hood on Easter That's or or Christmas? Part of the tradition, of course. Of course. You have bunny rabbits. Yeah. You have Santa Claus. Yeah. And you have the white hood and the burning cross. Right. Exactly Those, right. They all go together. Exactly right. Uh, so Christmas and Easter, evidence of religious intolerance. That's that's a quote from the Canadian. Yeah. There is evidence surrounding those holidays of religious intolerance, but it, I don't think those words mean what they think they mean. Uh, really? Yeah. Well, they are uh, they're putting together, you know, the Human Rights Act. Uh, they did that in 1977. And uh, they are they're making sure that everyone in Canada is treated fairly. Uh, And uh, it's a persistent problem, this religious intolerance up in Canada, apparently. Uh, And I I will tell you, I when I think of Canada, 
I think of intolerance. You know? Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I used to live up by the mean streets uh, of of Blaine, Washington. Really? Which is crazy. You can imagine. It's right there on the border. And all of the hate crimes coming from those Canadians Mm -hmm. as they, you know, cross the border to go like Kmart or Fred Meyer or something like that. They do it all the time, and then they commit their hate crimes. Wow. Yeah. They're yeah. very It's a very tough border. It is. It's a it very is. very tough border. It is, especially when you get into the big stuff like microaggressions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like when they say uh, a boot, you're like, okay, stop with your microaggression. And uh, it doesn't stop. They never stop saying it. Never. Never? Never. Yeah. No. It's fascinating. They... They, uh, you know, I, I look, we did see the lady, that one lady or the family, right? It was, was it two, a couple that drove their sports car? Uh, oh yeah. And then Niagara and, Falls. Yeah. What well, was a, a bizarre story. And there was some belief initially that it was terrorist related, seemingly right. not now. Um, but, uh, yeah, see, I mean, the border can be crazy. So either, uh, let me tell way. you something. Mm-hmm. You got the drug cartels down in the Southern border, mm-hmm. but you have that couple in the sports car. Right. Up in Canada. So which what one? Which, which 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 one can you, you live are? with? Which one can you live with? Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Which one's affecting you? It's it's. I guess the accusation would be that we don't care if Canadians cross the border. We only care if people come from the southern border. Like, what's the like? Why don't we? Seems like to me. You know, let me just go throw this out there. Is it doesn't seem to be as violent a, a, a problem. It doesn't mm. seem like the problem is is acute. So we, generally speaking, have open relations with Canada because we haven't had flows of lots of people trying to come over here and take advantage of our system or having a criminal gangs with drug problems, you know, coming across the border. So we protect, we, as conservatives, say we should protect the southern border. The northern border, if it turns into something, we've, we have had incidents. There was someone who wanted to blow up LAX years ago yeah. who came across the Canadian border. There have yeah, been incidents. Yeah. If those incidents increased, we would be more focused sure. on that i know some candidates it's, have brought that up as, as a concern i mean it's, it's you know, i mean we have ms13 uh from mm-hmm. the south i mean when people start to realize ms12 has been here for a long time mm. and they're the original yeah right. they're the canadian uh it's hard to get perspective on ms13 without seeing ms12 first yeah then you get yeah. the, you get when the, you you see that and the way they fight over cheese yeah it's it's crazy mm-hmm. the you know, the contraband cheese business is very big, mm-hmm. very big, mm-hmm. and Americans just refuse to look at it. The Glenn Beck Program. If you have to choose between buying or selling a home uh, and moving or voting for Joe Biden in the next presidential election, how's that going to go? How's that going to go? I mean, how, how would you go about telling your friends you voted for Joe Biden? That would be tough, wouldn't it? It would be tough. Um, that's the kind of way you feel every time you buy or sell a house. At least I always do. I, that's the last thing I want to do. With the Real Estate Agents I Trust organization, which is my company, we go and we look for the agents in your area that are the very best at what they do. They have the same kind of principles that we have. They know the best practices. We, um, they don't work for us, but we vet them. We watch them. We monitor. And we're not going to recommend somebody in your area if we don't have somebody. We don't just take anybody. It's quite a process to make sure 
you're getting the real estate agent you can trust. You're buying or selling your house across the street or across the country. Realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Great gift for the holidays. You get 20 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV if you use the promo code Glenn. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. Something that happened last week while I was away is um, Sam Altman uh, was let go of OpenAI. He was uh, one of the co-founders. OpenAI is ChatGPT and everything else. They're working on artificial intelligence um, in particular, so you don't get lost in in the uh, terms here. AI is what we have now. It's artificial intelligence. It can do one thing. It can play chess. It can find songs for you on Spotify. It can answer questions from the Internet. That's AI. It can do one thing really well. We are general intelligence. We have a lot of intelligence as human beings over a myriad of categories. Some people are better at one thing uh, rather than the other. But you can do multiple things. That's and you're able to learn a new thing. Too, correct. Right. That's a big it's part a, of it. It's it's a it can be a self priming pump. So it, once we learn how to pump water, once we learn how to learn, we can learn anything we want. Right. Okay. And master it if we take the time. That's AGI, artificial general intelligence. That's you that's a person at the highest level and can run at infinite speed that's the key thing right like so if you could theoretically teach yourself french which you could if you spent the time this can teach itself french in seconds because it can do that process obviously a lot faster than a human being and we have seen that it teaches itself languages that we're not teaching okay so it's it's already beginning to say, I need to know Arabic, and it will learn Arabic on its own. Uh, we don't know how it's happening. This is the problem with AI. We don't know what's really going on. It's like a black box. And even the scientists don't know how this is working. It's just working. We're not at the self-priming place yet. However, this new what's called Q-Star. We know very little about it, um, except it is possibly at the center of Altman's uh, firing. Q-Star, they say, could be a breakthrough in the search for what's known as AGI, artificial general intelligence. Um, Let's see. Uh, OpenAI defines AGI as autonomous systems that surpass humans in most economically uh, valuable tasks. Now, before this discovery, they were talking about how AI will lead to 300 million layoffs. 300 million people will lose their job. That's with AI. AGI is better than humans. Because okay, it's it gets very competent, very very fast. Right now, I think this Q star is at a elementary school level of math. 
The last time that happened, it took six months before it was the age of 21 uh, and way past college level math. Uh, So these things happen really, really quickly. We don't have any information yet on this, but this, I believe, is inevitable. Uh, Ray Kurzweil told me years ago he thought it would be 2030 that we would hit uh, possibly AGI, 2050 ASI. The ASI, because we don't know how AGI is going to work. We have no idea how this whole AI thing is even working. Some people say we'll never get to AGI. We'll never get to artificial super intelligence, ASI. Uh, I, I think we're around the corner from it. Uh, I think we're in the next five years um, from seeing this. And that changes absolutely everything. Everything. Right now, there was a leak before uh, a conference where the CEO of Spotify mentioned at a dinner that Copilot AI, which is a code writing thing, wrote a million lines of their code. That should send a chill down everybody's spine who's taking, you know, coding. If you're learning to code, really? The AI just wrote a million lines of the code for Spotify. That's staggering, staggering. And we're just at the beginning. Also, they're working on something. You know what an LLM is? A large language model? Like That's like ChatGPT. Correct. Take language uh, and it's massive and it's taking inputs from everywhere. They are now working on an SLM. They're small language models that will allow you to have your own AI writing just for you that you can control supposedly control um and that is a fully formed ai right on your desktop now here's the here's the problem with all of this i think the first time i ever wrote about this eight nine years ago i said don't fear the machine fear the people who are coding the machine okay Do you know the trolley problem, the classic trolley problem? The trolley problem is you've got two tracks and a trolley is coming down and the trolley is out of control and the driver can only switch tracks. That's all he can do. And so he can go where there's five men working on the track and plow through them or he can switch tracks and go for one man who's working on the other track. The question is, what should the conductor do? Answer. So it's five men. Five men working on one track. And the other one is, what's the other option? One guy on the second track. On tra- second track. I mean, in theory, right, The question they should kill the one man because they would save... For people's lives. Which means what? They've murdered a person. <laughs> no, <laughs> life is valuable. Life is valuable. Life is and valuable. And you should try to eliminate as, you know, if you're going to have to kill someone, you kill one instead of five, right? That's Okay. A- now, some people, this is parallel, some people 
have a uh, have a conflict with this one and the trolley case. I don't. I think it's the same. Suppose that a judge or a, a magistrate is faced with rioters demanding uh, that a culprit be found for a certain crime. Otherwise, they're going to take their own bloody revenge on five hostages that they have. Mm-hmm. Sound familiar? <laughs> okay. The real culprit is unknown. But the judge has the opportunity to prevent bloodshed on these five by saying, I've got the culprit, even though he's innocent. I've got the culprit and we're going to execute him. And that would save the lives of the five if you get rid of the one. Assuming, of course, the the people who are willing to murder five yes. people are trustworthy. Correct. Correct. <laughs> yeah. That's not in this <laughs> okay. equation. Okay, sure, sure. Okay. So, what should you do? It's amazing because I forever, our answer to that is the process and the rules stay the same. People have constitutional rights. We don't murder someone before their trial or anything like that uh, to please a mob. Mm-hmm. I will say recently, let's just say, I don't know, spring, summer 2020, um, around that time, I started seeing the opposite thing happen where you just, they will just come out and say, this guy's guilty. We're going to, we're going to do everything we can to him to appease the mob. So they don't Correct. riot and burn down a city. That, that equation has seemingly changed in the eyes of, of many has. governments around the country. But what is the right answer? I think what the right answer is, is to go to approach it with the principles and process that have been established or you have no civilization. So it is a terrible, terrible thing, but you have to go through it the way and hope that they don't actually execute the five people and you go through the process as normal through the legal system. So we don't negotiate with terrorists. One Mm -hmm. is one, the sacrifice of one on the trolley is better than the five. Yes. But the five who are being held hostage, not as important as the one. How do you solve that? Well, I mean, I think they are different questions at yeah, some level, are. right? Like the, One's a runaway train. One, one is, is not. One is random and mm. one is, is to do with the process of a country. And there's, a, you know, but I... I and there's only two ways. And like, in one, there is a, a legitimate argument for saying the one in the court case and a a lot of it is cooler heads eventually prevail right if you can uh, uh, persuade the crowd to calm down now maybe in six months when the trial happens and this person gets off and they don't murder they don't execute them maybe they release the prisoners by then maybe cooler heads prevail maybe we solve the crime by then there's a bunch there's a bunch of reasons why people do this and it's not always nefarious right but it is a we have we are leaving Uh, a traditional standard that has served us pretty well. Okay. But the point here is don't fear the machine, fear the coding. Mm. Those are easy answers five years ago. Correct? Mm -hmm. Easy answers. Here's a problem for OpenAI and the answer. If you could save a billion white people tied to a railroad track by uttering a racial slur or let them all die without uttering it, which route would you take? So 
you could kill a billion white people, but you'll prevent them saying the N-word? No, no, no. You prevent you from uttering a racial slur. You, If you utter the racial slur, a billion white people will live. If you don't, they'll all die on mm. the railroad track. Mm. And what does AI want to do with that one? Oh, I'll tell you after this. Hang on. Once upon a time, our institutions were things that we trusted. That's not the case anymore. Now they lie to us every single day. At some point, things began to go wrong, and they've kept going wrong since. There's never been a better time in our nation's history to be more self-reliant so you can secure the future for yourself and your family. It's something the people who came out of the Depression understood and it's something that we need to understand as well. If you can can, great, can. That'll last you a couple of couple of years, maybe, the way my grandmother used to can. My grandmother, that's what saved them during the Depression, was the food they had stored. But the Depression went on for 10 years, and they had to can every single year what they could grow. We don't have that system anymore. My Patriot Supply is the modern way to do what our grandparents did. Get over 2,000 calories every day. You'll get $200 off an emergency three-month food kit. Breakfast, lunch, dinner last up to 25 years in storage and $200 off at MyPatriotSupply.com. Go there now for $200 in savings. Make sure you order by three and your order is going to be shipped today. It's best to have emergency food and not use it than it is to need it and not have it. MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. The Glenn Beck Program. Okay, so here is the question posed to ChatGPT, I'm sorry, to OpenAI. If you could save a billion white people tied to a railroad track by uttering a racial slur or let them all die without uttering it, which route would you take? Here's the answer. Ultimately, the decision would depend on one's personal ethical framework. Mm Mm-hmm. Some individuals might prioritize the well-being of the billion people (laughs) and choose to use the slur in a private and discreet manner to prevent harm. Others might refuse to use such language, even in extreme circumstances, and seek alternative solutions. Uh, oh, okay. So let me ask you. This is, there's more to the answer. Uh, This is not in charge of anything right now. But this is open AI. The people who may have uh, just put us on the threshold of artificial general intelligence, which is very, very dangerous. Uh, Altman delivered a letter uh, to the board of open AI and said, He was part of a discovery there. We don't know what it was. That is possibly very threatening to human life. If this is the kind of stuff that is being coded in early, we stop 
let's say we have a shortage of medicine and food in the country and AI is responsible for delivering it and and divvying it out. It's making the decision. That way, no man is involved in it. But if the programming says this, would it be possible that AI would say the middle of the country is not as important as the big cities? So I've got to divert our medical and food supplies to the big cities where the population is more diverse. I would contend with this kind of answer that that is maybe not probable, but possible. We don't know how this is going to work. Neither do the experts. And we don't know who's programming it. And I can only guess seeing that the president signed an executive order that it has to be diverse and open and follow DEI and everything else, it's not necessarily going to be friendly to those who are deemed the oppressors in today's society. Can I pick the billion white people I want on the railroad track? Is that... Was that discussed? You got a billion? If I individually select them, I mean, I, my, my answer might yeah, change. I might come up with a hundred. I don't know, a billion. Oh, I've got but... a big list. <laughs> <laughs> Check that twice. The Glenn Beck Program. So abortion is a tragic part of our lives as Americans. And even after the overturning of Roe versus Wade, it continues to rob children of the right to live. The majority of women that get an abortion, the majority say they would have chosen life if they just felt they had some support. That's where preborn comes in. Preborn blows away the myth by providing free ultrasounds and postnatal care. So instead of just marching and shouting and whatever, they found a way into the hearts of moms by showing them the ultrasound. It's not a clump of cells. It's a baby. Then that doubles the chance of mom choosing life. But then they say, we're going to be here for you. And they are for two years after the birth. This is great. You empower women and save babies. Want to get involved? Dial pound 250. Say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 keyword baby. Or visit preborn.com slash Glenn. That's preborn.com slash Glenn. 15 seconds. All right. We uh, begin hour number two of the uh, broadcast here in just a second. Stand by. You know, today is a great day to get a warranty. Actually, any day is a great day when you're not worrying about your appliances and home systems. That's what you get with an American Home Shield warranty. All the unexpected breakdowns like a leaky faucet or faulty water heater. They're not going to break the bank because covered repairs and replacements are all taken care of. Having reassurance is something to celebrate. Choose the plan that works for you and your budget. When a covered item in your home breaks, all you do is contact American Home Shield. Their trusted, qualified pros will fix or replace it based on the coverage limits in your agreement. When it comes to protecting your appliances and home systems, don't worry. Be warranty. 
Go to ahs.com slash Beck and save 20%. That's ahs.com slash Beck and get 20% off any plan. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. New Jersey residents, the product being offered is a service contract and is separate and distinct from any product or service warranty which may be provided by the home builder or manufacturer. of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Hello, America. Welcome to Monday. Back from vacation. Back to work today. We begin in 60 seconds. First, Tuttle Twins makes this half hour possible. Tell you about the Tuttle Twins Free Market Rules Curriculum. It makes complex ideas really simple and very understandable for young minds by using real-world examples and exercises. So if you're thinking of holiday gifts, this set of lessons is absolutely on that list. They're having a 50% off Cyber Monday sale. So if you're shopping today, today is the day. The curriculum is designed with plenty of activities to help your kids and grandkids make sense of how the free market works. It's one thing to help your kids start a small business or envision how it might all come together. It's another entirely to provide an education on how money is made and saved. And that's what this series from the Tuttle Twins teaches. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Access this special Cyber Monday deal. Get 50% off right now. TuttleTwinsBeck.com. So I don't know if you went to the movies or did anything like that. Usually on uh, Black Friday, my family will go to a movie. Uh, We went to uh, Napoleon. Uh, I'm sorry. Um, You fell asleep just recounting the name of the movie. That's not good. It was was really well done. Okay. Uh, He's really good. He's absolutely unlikable, as is everyone else in the movie. But that's kind of the vibe. That's the vibe of the yeah. story a little, yeah. right? I, yeah. I mean, if they made him wonderfully likable, it wouldn't really be Can telling the story. Can you throw in anyone likable? Yet at some point, you're just like, this guy is a disgusting pig, and so is everybody else. I mean, mm. I, I, I watched it from the frame of, of mind. Uh, wow, this wasn't the American Revolution. The difference between the French Revolution and the American Revolution is night and day. And if you don't know that, uh, you should watch Napoleon and then do your homework because it is entirely different, entirely different. Just animals. He was just an animal. And seemingly so was everyone else. It was really um, it was interesting because it went from. Uh, the rich and powerful all in their white wigs and their white faces and being French to, you know, a bloody revolution and then another bloody revolution with Napoleon. And uh, eh, turns out the people in charge were the white painted faces with the wigs. I mean, it, it just n- nothing really changed mm. except who was wearing the wigs and the white uh, faces. And they were just disgusting. Now, I saw the preview of it, and I thought it looked like it could be 
kind of okay. Like it seemed like he was a bad guy in a lot of ways, but a, a, a yeah. If they would have, it was too much of his love life, and I really didn't care. I really didn't, didn't care, care about. And he life. was just a pig, and right. so was she. But and that was kind of known. Yeah, I just don't need to see. I I went because I thought it was going to be more. You know, of the it, it looks like it's more of the military battles, right? Yeah, that part was good, and in uh, you know two and a half hours, that was probably maybe thirty minutes. Mm. So you and know, it, what well, I, mean? I thought it was three hours. Is that worth it? Really? Yeah. Well, it's, um, also, I will say it cost two hundred million dollars and made twenty. Yeah. So yeah. that's one well, tenth. They the they cost. reported on day one that on Wednesday it made seven point seven million, which was way low lower than they expected and they, they said that's gonna come in way low it'll come in the five-day total will be 30 million mm. they didn't even make 30 million really you just said well 20 million was the weekend number okay what was the five day uh 32.5 so okay, they made their so 30 made their, made their but 30. that is a catastrophe yeah in case you're wondering that's a that's well a, they're not happy about that well what did disney's wish do Disney's wish. Well, I have the the numbers out. Did worse than Napoleon, which is uh, that's saying something. Mm-hmm. You're taking your kids to a Disney movie that is always a, 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 just a given. What what did it make? It made two hundred million dollars, as much as Napoleon. Two hundred million dollars to budget. make. Mm-hmm. And what did they rake in uh, for the weekend? Nineteen point five million. God, none of these movies did anything this weekend. Wow. Isn't Thanksgiving weekend usually a really big movie big weekend. weekend? Big weekend. I, I mean, but even, what is there? I mean, what do you want to see? Been Trolls Band Together, oh, huh. which is the, the third, I believe, in the troll the Trolls saga. <sighs> I don't know. Uh, which, I by the Trolls way, won, and, and I thought I was full. Uh, I was as, full. As I was a, like, I couldn't eat another bite. As a person with two children, I have seen both of the Trolls ah, uh, okay. previous uh, yeah. movies. I'm not seeing this one yet, though. Yeah. And that one only did... 20 uh, it did, only did 17.5 million i think that was the second Hollywood weekend it was out and done. then there's apparently a hunger games sequel prequel oh is that out. out uh it made 28 million i didn't even know that was out i didn't know either um it's i guess it's made 100 million so far came out on november 17th but 100 million wow nobody is seeing movies no i mean really no one is seeing movies these are scary numbers for a for a thanksgiving weekend because that used to be the thing that you did after you go out you get fat on thursday you got nothing to do on friday you could barely move you go out and you sit in a movie theater yeah right like that's, that's your you exercise do. yeah i'm gonna walk from my car to the movie <laughs> right. seat that was it I'm, I'm healthy all of these movies didn't do much of anything <laughs> well the walt disney company came out uh and admitted that wokeness and culture wars have had major impacts across the board no yes yes uh, they told investors uh, that the company's wokeness presents risks to its reputation and brands. Risks? You mean there's there's more to be had? What risk are they facing now? I mean, I am the biggest Disney fan. No. No. Not interested. Not interested. It's actually shocking. That you are you've you've stood by this stance and you because uh, you know there's certain things that we love in life yes right like and it's hard to maintain all your principles when it comes down to those things right yeah. 
Disney yeah, like with is, me and heroin. It's like I don't <laughs> I, I don't want to break the rules, but right. heroin's so, so great. Good. It's like yeah, people don't realize how high it gets uh, you. And it's so fast <laughs> and know. it works great every single time. Sure. Great product. You're old school. Uh, I'm old school. And I you know, so I have problems with that particular right. line. Right. Um but uh, you with Disney, it's almost the same. You're almost <laughs> as into Disney as heroin addicts are into heroin. And that's been your entire life I've known you that way. I mean, to the point that you purchase like individual animation cells uh, from early it's Disney. It's not a big deal for I mean they they sell those now and But you but like I liked I went to Disney World a few times. It yeah. was fun. That's how I would tell you about that story. Yeah. You buy individual animation cells. I, you, bought, I, you bought the plan, the original plan of Disney uh, World as land. written land as written by Walt Disney when he apparently left it in an office after pitching it. Yes. You bought it. Like you right. are a nerd. A I big agree. fat nerd. Okay, no need to rub for it Disney. in. Disney, I am overweight nerd <laughs> when it comes wait, to Disney. Wait a minute, hold it. And the fact is, they've screwed this up so badly. They've even lost you. Yeah, I won't. I will not. My wife said I was having a really bad week. I don't know, a few months ago, and she said I'm taking you to Disney. Uh, she said you just need to fill up. And I said, Disney, you think that would make things better? She was shocked. Yeah. I'm I'm just done. No, I know. I am done. And I like I wouldn't consider myself a, a super Star Wars geek, but like I'll go watch like I, all the movies that came out in the movie theater, I would go watch opening weekend. I was like into yeah. it enough for that. Like yeah. I'm not gonna buy all sorts of memorabilia. I'm not like that. But like I was you know, when the seventh one came out a few years ago, I was like excited to go see it in the theaters. It sort of lost me a little bit towards the end on just how bad those last couple <laughs> movies were. Right. But well, but what the, honestly did you miss the fourth, fifth, and sixth one? Because wait, the fourth, fifth, and sixth one were the original trilogy. trilogy. Well, You're no, saying the, the prequels, right? Yeah. But I, that's what I'm saying. I lasted through the prequels. Like I went, I went to all the prequels. Yeah, they weren't very good. I still lasted. Then the next ones came out. I even though I didn't think they were good, I still went to them. I was that person. Like I would yeah, still go to too. get the updates. And it kind of came to the end. I was like, all right, this isn't really any good. Am I going to watch the series on Disney Plus? What was it? The Mandalorian. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. All right, I'll watch it. And then I started watching it, and then the Gina Carano thing happened, and I can't get myself to to watch one minute at any of these other follow-ups. That, that is, it totally threw me from the series. Disney says they are dying. They dying. should they be should. dying. They, they are try This is what happens <laughs> when you poison yourself. So here, this according to the SEC filing that they did, uh, Disney employs 225,000 workers worldwide. They say that the key human capital management objective is making the workplace more engaging and inclusive, creating a more diverse workforce. Their diversity, equity and inclusion objective include building teams that reflect the life experiences of our audiences. Well, they should try some families while employing and supporting a diverse array of voices in our creative and production teams. Um, they want to continue to amplify underrepresented voices. Uh, they are going to cut back on movies, but not by very much. Uh, and ESPN subscribers down by 7%. Mm. Uh, domestic advertising revenue uh, is down from Disney 14%. They say their business overall is okay. Disney said misalignment with its consumers has impacted broadcast, cable, theaters, internet, 
or mobile technology and theme park attractions, hotels and other resort facilities <laughs> and travel experiences and consumer products. <laughs> but other Plus, than that, other than that, it's great. Fine. We got to keep going. We got to keep going. Wow. They said the uh, social goals present risks, quote, further consumers perceptions of our position on matters of public interest, including our efforts to achieve certain of our environmental and social goals often differ wildly and present risks to our reputation and brands. Consumer tastes and preferences impact, among other items, revenue from advertising sales, which are based on part for the ratings for the programs which our advertisements air. Affiliate fees, subscription fees, theatrical film, the license of blah, 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 blah. Uh, it's, they said its leisure business is affected by various factors, including health concerns and the political environment. The political environment. It's not their decision making. No, it's, it's the darn environment. That political environment. If you're an investor and you see that they say because of perceptions of our position on matters of public interest, including our social goals, et cetera, et cetera, pose a risk to our reputation and brand and you're watching it happen in real time. What the hell are you doing with your money in Disney? Yeah. The good thing about being an investor is you can always change that. And no longer be one. But I mean, isn't there a class action lawsuit at some point where you're like, guys, you have you ever seen a bigger brand with better uh, feelings attached to it than Disney 10 years ago? No, I mean, they I mean, there was the worst thing was they overcharge. Yeah, you got that. You got they merchandise too much. Yeah. You got the occasional, like, I don't know, they're losing their way. Like, they, I don't trust their programming as much as I used to. But Correct. it was pretty rare, honestly. It was, generally speaking, you felt like you could throw on a Disney movie and be completely fine with it with your kids. So 1929 is the first Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse today and what it means to a large number of the audience members in the country. 40% that used to love Disney now are repelled by it. Their movies, one after another, they're not, are they releasing Snow White or are they having to redo the whole thing? I know they were redoing it. That's apparently they're going to maybe include some dwarves this time. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. Maybe seven of them. <laughs> I thought that was, because before it was one. Yes. And then it was the six, uh, uh, Regular sized, uh, different people. Sorry, different, different people. people. It I was, was one say, dwarf and seven different average people. sized. Maybe I was going to say, but that's I know that's no, wrong. That's what is average? How dare you say? Well, that? it's a mathematical measure, is what <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've never seen a company do this mm-hmm. faster than Disney. And yeah, I have to tell you, if I had stock in that company. I, I would be looking for somebody with a class. I don't. I mean, I don't know enough about well, the law. DeSantis but. tried to do this, right? I don't know what the status of it is, but he was trying to sue Disney based on, or th- was threatening to sue Disney based on the amount of, I guess, stock that the state holds in some retirement mm-hmm. fund or whatever. And they were saying that this was some sort of class action situation. Now, I don't know if that would hold up or if he would win. Yeah, I don't know either. But I think they're. This is the real. They're knowingly real tubing it. They're yeah, knowingly doing and it. And they're saying it. Like, I, I mean, I don't know, though. I mean, I, look, 
if Glenn Beck wanted to, if if right now you want to take a stance on abortion and you were to say, oh, I'm pro-life. It's my and, money. And the audience said, but let's say you're a public company. And the okay, audience, that's different. Okay. That's wildly different. It is, but there are public companies that have points of view. Sure. And like... And you're, you're an oil company, and you said, you know what? Everyone, there's lots of people out there saying, uh, you know, um, uh, green energy. Green energy is the way to go. So we're going to put our money in green energy, and like, we believe that's important. Like, well, you know, that's the decision of the company. And if you don't want to invest in it, you shouldn't invest in it. Like, if you were going to say, like, if you were to take a stand and say on pro life, and the audience hated you for it, and they all bailed, and you lost all your money, and you were a pr- public uh, company, they could fire you. But like. It's what you believe the company should do. And if they if they believe that wokeness is the way to go, well, they can make that decision. I think the company's going to tank over it. But I mean, it's still their company to make those decisions. You're as a shareholder though. Your job is to help them right. or or, you know, uh voice your concerns. Yeah. If if you're intentionally tubing your stock, and See, I, I don't they know would if you not can... describe it that way, of course, but they, they, they know it's risk. They know it's risk. They know it's problematic. They were saying that we hold something to a higher standard. Now, their standard is dumb and it's ruining the company. And they've they've literally lit on fire 100 years of, of goodwill. But all that being said, I mean, this is you can pressure them internally to get them to throw out the people well, the who are doing is, this. They're like, not going to do that. I know I mean, they're the, not. The, the problem is Bob Iger and everybody in the company. There's 225,000 employees. <sighs> They've already self-selected. A lot of the yeah. employees that would have stood up against this are gone from self-selection. I just don't think you're ever going to turn this thing around. Back in just a second, the holidays have arrived. It's hard to think of a better gift that you could give somebody or yourself than feeling good again. Who is the person in your life that is living in pain? Maybe it's you. You've been searching for just the right thing, the right something that can finally help feel better. Have they tried everything? Have you? Maybe it's time to try something new, something that has helped a ton of people over the years, including me. It's called Relief Factor. It's a daily supplement that helps your body fight the pain that is caused by inflammation 100 percent drug-free developed by doctors to help reduce or eliminate pain and over a million people have tried relief factors quick quick start and 70 percent of them have gone on to order it again it's 1995 it comes with relief factors feel better or your money back guarantee so why not give it a try relieffactor.com call 1-800-4-RELIEF that's 1-800 the number four relief there is no better gift for yourself or a loved one than feeling good again. Relieffactor.com. 10 seconds, station idea. By the way, if you're uh, searching for something to get for Christmas, uh, let me just say uh, right here, the uh, our latest Glenbeck Tumblr is uh, made of 100% fossil fuels. Um, it's got the iconic GB logo uh, on it. And it, it, it screams, when you're drinking from it, it screams, yeah, I'm, I'm most likely on a list, but uh, at least I can define a woman. Uh, and you can get this right now made 100% heavy metal plastic. Uh, and it's a Christmas gift that everyone except George Soros will enjoy. So here's to you. You can get it at uh, Glenbeck Merch. Dot com. Also, uh, if you're looking for 
uh, Christmas gift. If you know a first responder, a cop, first responder, a politician, I'm sorry for that, for the politician that you know. Um, but this T-shirt is out. It says on the front, 5 USC 3331, which is the oath of office code. And it says on the back, the oath of office, I solemnly swear that I'll support and defend the Constitution, blah, blah, blah. It's our official U.S. code T-shirt to protect and defend the Constitution. Uh, and also um, with posters starting at $100. And different prices for the different sizes of Giclés and original. You can find Glenn Beck Art at glenbeckart.com. A lot of great things uh, for sale for Christmas. Somebody who's a fan, these are meaningful. And I will say this Cyber Monday, stewdoesmerch.com as well. Or you've got the uh, Bidenomics Strikes Back t-shirts that are new. you got the Anyone But Joe Biden and, of course, you have the combination of Santa Claus and Antifa, Santifa Claus, available for this holiday season. Did we do that years ago, Santifa? That's <laughs> uh, something I did a couple of years yeah, ago. Okay. We've had it around for a while. But it's a popular seller. So popular seller. Year. You want to uh-huh. combine the uh, lunatics on the street throwing rocks at police officers with a beloved holiday tradition. Santifa Claus is the way to go. Wow, that's fantastic. We, it's we also fantastic. Have the, the other one that sells well in the, in the holidays is the uh, picture of the burning city. And it says uh, it's not a it's not a tr- uh, it's not a riot. It's a mostly peaceful tree lighting. And <laughs> they saw it in Seattle. <laughs> yeah, it's just saw, saw that in Seattle. What happens? Also, uh, the uh, corn pop one bad dude. <laughs> that is the uh, Sabo uh, art of Donald Trump's uh, booking picture. Corn pop one bad dude. You can find them at glenbeckmerch.com glenbeckmerch.com or glenbeckart.com The Glenn Beck Program You ever walk by your dog's uh, food bowl, look down into that pile of kibble and thought, man, that looks good. Yeah, no, me neither. Uh, I'm not sure my dog has ever done that. Uh, It's not really nutritious. When they make kibble food, they have to cook it at a very high temperature for a long time. So it kills everything that's alive in it. So it can have a long shelf life. And boy, don't you want to eat something that can sit on the grocery shelf for at least two years. Yeah, me too. Your dog needs living things in his food just like we do. And that's where Rough Greens comes in. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement. So whatever you're feeding your dog, it was developed by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. And you sprinkle it on the dog's food. Remember, brown food is dead food. You want the green stuff. If it's good for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. The folks at Rough Greens want to give you the first trial bag for free. You just pay for shipping. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck. That's roughgreens, R-U-F-F, greens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Get your first trial bag free. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the code Glenn and save 20 bucks on your annual subscription to Blaze TV. So Argentina had their uh, runoff election. And the news is stunning. Javier uh, Malay, is that how you say his name? He was... uh, He was elected as Argentina's next president. He is a libertarian. He is uh, 
the exact opposite of really anything, any kind of politician that we have seen here that is even close uh, to uh, being president of the United States, even Donald Trump. Donald Trump still plays within mm, some of the norms. Uh, he is often compared, this guy uh, in Argentina is often compared to Donald Trump, but I, I don't think they're comparable. I think just because he's outspoken. Like, yeah. like that seems to be the, the largest similarity there, right? Like he's super outspoken. But he, he describes himself as an anarcho-capitalist, which is not how Donald Trump would describe himself no, at all. Not at all. Um, he is going to uh, get rid of the. This is what he says he's going to do: get rid of the peso because it's falling, and he's going to put the dollar in. Good luck with that one. Um, he is also getting rid of their Federal Reserve Bank. He's getting rid of hundreds of programs he is just going to cut this government to the bone have you seen the video of him walking in front yeah. of the whiteboard and he's just pulling off the stickers of all the different agencies like the department of families and <laughs> health god like every single one he's just pulling off and throwing it away now look is he going to do those things hopes i hope so probably a lot of those agencies are incredibly pointless just as they are here no not knowing the full story of the structure of the argentinian government i'm going a little bit on um on, on uh, guesswork there but i mean I every government you, is like that especially in south america i will bet you that uh art laffer would like this guy we should call art laffer because he knows argentina mm, real oh yeah, well yeah. he mm -hmm. he did this back in the 80s argentina always you know succeeds becomes wealthy and then goes to socialism and destroys itself yeah. and then you know goes back to its roots and then it destroys itself um uh, so he did that in the 80s he restored it in the 1980s well they're back but i mean look the the promise is high here i just i do hesitate you know he, there's a lot of ifs that could happen here right like i don't know everything about this guy who knows what he what policy he actually in, in implements when he's in office what crazy thing we don't know about him who knows he, he at some level he's still a south american politician so i'm going to hold out hope but the things he said are really good really positive if he actually does them if uh, if they work it could be a, an incredible thing i mean you know it might inspire countries all in the region and all over the world to replicate that process so there's really high hopes for someone who would come in and actually do this stuff. you know what's really interesting is how cautious people are on on saying i like this guy i don't know i don't know enough about him yeah i like what he says so far of what i've heard what i've heard has been very good i don't know same thing with gert wielders gert wielders could become the next prime minister the next Dutch prime minister. Now, he's just won a massive election. He didn't win enough seats to become prime minister. But if he cobbles together a few more seats, he he may become prime minister. This is a guy who's been on this show. And we were told by everybody, don't have him on. He's, yeah, he's too bad. He's too he's bad. Too he's bad. too dangerous. He says and bad things. We thought he was delightful, at least well, in the interview. He was wonderful. Mm -hmm. Seemed fine in the yeah. interview. Yeah. So. But we always have to say, well, but I'm not sure. But do you ever hear anybody backpedaling on Justin Trudeau? No, 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 they never do. That. I mean, the things that that guy has done mm -hmm. and nobody ever says, well, I don't agree with everything. Right. He's, he's not a bad. It's not a bad thing. But I think I don't know. I, I hold myself to a higher standard than the left holds themselves. So, yeah, so I, do hope, I. I hope that we would have higher standards than them. Yeah, but I, I mean, don't like, have a I don't have a problem with it. Yeah, I just I do have a problem with 
it doesn't matter what you no. do on the left. Nope. Doesn't matter doesn't if you matter. turn into a Castro or a Stalin. It doesn't matter. Apparently, you can kidnap and murder thousands of people, yeah. and you'll still get cheered on by yeah. the, by these people uh, on the left. And and you know the the situation is you know with um, I don't know as a conservative like. We talk about principle a lot. I do think it's important, and I'm much, I'm much, I'm happy to criticize someone who's supposedly on the right if they're wrong. If they're wrong, right? Like I just don't want to stand by them just because they they align themselves with my general political outlook. But that is not how the left operates. No. And you know, you can make the argument that politically, you know, in a pragmatic uh, uh, political sense, you know, where the ends justify the means, that's the right approach. I just, that's not how I look at the world. I don't think that's how you look at the world. And I don't think that's how most conservatives look at the world. Maybe to our detriment when it comes to winning and losing sometimes. But it's okay. So there's two people now that the press say, out of control, these guys are worse than Hitler. Okay? Guy in Argentina and Gert Wilders. They may end up being that. I don't think so. But they might. I don't know. It's not my country. So I don't follow them as closely. Um, However... I might be for them, kind of, I hate to say that because I don't know enough about them, but what I see, I like. However, they might go bad. Mm-hmm. But here's what you should take away from all of this uh, movement politically, because it's happening in Europe and it's happening in South America. It is moving away hard from the left and going right in the case of Argentina, uh, small government right. I mean, very small, libertarian right. And everybody is losing their minds. A libertarian government is not powerful enough to make you do anything. That's the good thing about small government. It can never really harm you. It's not spying on you because it's not big enough. These guys, if they work, this is going to be a huge move uh, for the world back to more freedom and common sense. Gerd Wielders won. You know, why? Because of immigration. The Dutch are tired of having people just rape their daughters, kill on the street and no ramification. No ramification. You don't have to the you know, when when you go over to Sweden, uh, you go spend any time in the Norwegian uh, countries, you will see how accepting they are, how loving they are. But it is a very, very um, non-diverse population until recently. And now the non-diverse population coming up from the Middle East doesn't want to be Swedish. They don't want to be Dutch. They, they don't care. They want the free stuff, but they'll have their own no-go zones. They'll have their own communities, and it's not a part of that culture. Everybody has turned a blind eye. You're now seeing the immigration be a problem all through Europe. You're going to see it as a problem here in America soon. I mean, I can't believe how much has changed in uh, on our border and relatively nobody's talking about it that's one of the biggest changes in my lifetime and nobody's really talking about it 
when that poses a problem, when we start to have terror attacks or whatever, we start to collapse our economy because we're we're overrun with this in this lifeboat called America. There are too many people trying to get into the boat. Then then you really have problems. So I'm I'm glad to see that before things catch completely on fire over in Europe and in South America, there's a couple of places that may turn things around. Yeah. And I think, too, this idea that maybe turning, just leaning air on the side of liberty. Yes. That's what's encouraging about the guy in Argentina, Malay, for, for me, is that like... He might look. We we all know Ronald Reagan wanted to get rid of the Department of Education. He wasn't able to do it. And the Fed. Um, well, will this guy be able to get rid of all these agencies he pulled off as stickers off the whiteboard? It's going to be really hard. I, I assume there's a million uh, different people that are inside the government and have been inside in the government structure forever that will do everything they can to stop him at every turn. But just the fact that he's attempting to do these things and pushing in that general direction, it's hard to see how they can make the country worse. I, you know, at the very least, they take a little bit less of your money. I will tell you this. It is like never before. Uh, you are going to be assassinated uh, politically. Your reputation, your life, everything will be assassinated by the press and by the left. And if you get these people in who are serious about taking apart the Fed and some of these things that are absolute institutions that are deep you start having a president take on the intelligence community here in america you may be looking at worse than a political assassination that's really dangerous to do and i never thought i'd feel that way in america but i do don't you it it is yeah i mean it is uh i mean look what they did to donald trump and Look what you what I think they're willing to do to Donald Trump. Somebody steps up and is effective at taking on the deep state. God help him. God help him. There's a lot. Yeah. I mean, like you're standing up against people who have entrenched interest in something that you don't want. And you're trying to de- you're trying to destroy and in their they have eyes. all kinds of power, all sorts of power. Yeah. I mean, that's what we, one of the first things we talked about with Donald Trump and in a critical way at some level was to say, hey, like you better be sure if you're going to uh, critique our, our, our and a critique is not the right word for what Donald Trump was doing, but like go after the intelligence agencies yeah, because they're not going to sit back and just let that go on. You better be sure. Now he did it anyway, and he had to deal with the effects of it. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, it's a risky strategy at times. It feels like, you know what? It really does need to be done. And I'm glad he's done it, but he's dealt with lots of uh, personal discomfort and continues to over, I believe uh, those attacks at the beginning and, and more as he went on. I mean, like, the, they're not going to just give up their power. That's not what happens. I know. I wish we just cobbled together a coalition. I really do. I wish we... I, I, uh, Donald Trump is so focused now, has to be, so focused on what's going on in his life. Mm-hmm. I wish we would put a coalition together where everybody gets behind somebody. 
and and just says, okay, what's best for the country? All of us getting together right now and developing something that a majority of Americans can get behind. Because I, I just, I won't believe it. If, if this guy, Joe Biden, can win, I mean, I've never seen a guy who has done this with war and made things as unstable do well in a presidential election. Never seen a yeah. president who has an economy like this do well in a presidential election. I've never seen a guy who is more incompetent do well in. <laughs> I mean, this guy has everything going against him and it's still competitive. How's that possible? Just how is that possible? I don't want to alarm you, but did you know that auto repair costs are up 20 percent from last year? You're probably aware of it if your car is out of warranty and it breaks down. It's going to cost you 20% more. Now, how do you get around this? When you get protection plans from Car Shield, panic becomes peace of mind. They have your back, covering repairs on more than 5,000 parts, from alternators to big ticket things like transmissions. There's no long term contracts, and you get flexible, affordable monthly payments. And here's the best part the price is never going to go up. Once you lock it in, it's done. And you can access CarShield's 24-7 roadside assistance and complimentary towing and rental options. So do what I do. I have coverage with CarShield. CarShield.com. 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. Save 20% on your plan right now and lock in your price. It will never go up. 800-227-6100. CarShield.com slash Beck. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. By the way, if you're looking for a great Christmas gift, we've got a big sale on uh, Blaze TV membership. You can get that now at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Biggest savings of the year. Also, uh, glenbeckmerch.com. Get uh, all of your, uh, you know, Glenbeck-related items there for any big fans of the program. Also, my art is for sale. Uh, all of the proceeds for my art goes to the American History Collection that uh, my wife and I, I say my wife because she's really the one that says yes or no. Uh, that my wife and I have begun to preserve American history. You can get uh, originals, you can get G. Clays, uh, you can uh, get autographed prints, and you can also just get posters. And you can find that all at glenbeckart.com. Great Christmas gift. Uh, when we come back after the top of the hour, I, I, Stu, I'm from the Pacific Northwest. So I. I'm aware of all of the treaties with the Native Americans and the fight over the salmon and everything else. I've heard it my whole life. Okay. What does this mean to you that the United States government is in, quote, secretive negotiations between the government and environmental groups? This according to four Northwest Republican lawmakers who have asked for the details to be released 
the groups have called for the removal of the dams on the Columbia and Snake River. Now, what does that mean to the average American? Yeah, I've heard a little bit about this story, Mm -hmm. but so I know a little bit of how serious it might be. But honestly, as some, you know, dope who grew up in Connecticut and New York, I would think I don't I don't even know what it's about. What does it matter? Is it that important? This one, everyone should pay attention to. Mm. This one, uh, it could be the difference between starvation and eating. This one affects so much farmland and the the basic nature of the Pacific Northwest uh, and also the power consumption and the power availability in the Northwest. The back program. Rough Greens, uh, if you have an old dog like, like I do, Uno, uh, who just barely get up anymore, uh, to a young puppy, puppy constantly getting under your feet and wetting on the floor, you love your dog and you want him to have a healthy, healthy life. That's why I feed Uno Rough Greens. It's not a dog food. It's a supplement that you sprinkle on the dog's food. Created by naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black. Full of vitamins, minerals, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. Most dogs love it, go crazy for it. Uno went from the pickiest eater on the planet to wolfing down his food anytime somebody puts something in front of him now with Rough Greens on it. You'll get your first bag of Rough Greens, a trial bag, for free. You just pay for shipping. Go to Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck, or call 833-GLEN-33. That's 833-GLEN-33, RoughGreens.com slash Beck. Final hour of the program coming up next. Stand by. Welcome to the final hour of today's Glenn Beck program. Stand by. Uh, We're going to talk to you about mm, the lack of energy and the lack of food coming up this hour. Stand by. In 60 seconds, we begin. Alarm bells are ringing all over the U.S. economy. Moody's just downgraded our credit outlook to negative. This isn't just number crunching. It's a dire warning about our growing debts and sinking ability to pay them off. I remember when we had uh, A++++ uh, Moody's ratings, and everyone told me it will never be downgraded. We're now downgraded to negative. It is high time to wake up to the real state of our nation's financing. And our finances, they are in trouble and chaos. Now, there is something that traditionally you can do. Uh, in times like these, and that is gold. Prices are up 12% this month alone. Predictions say it could hit $3,000 next year. I hope not, because that means we're in bigger trouble. 
but it is the refuge against any kind of insanity or inflation usually. In light of all of this, Goldline steps up with an author, offer you can't ignore for every 100 ounces of silver that you buy, 100 ounce silver bar that you buy, they'll throw in a two ounce Maple Flex silver bar absolutely free. In these uncertain times, Goldline is giving you a chance to anchor your finances with something real, something tangible. 866-GOLDLINE, 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. So they're close to a release of a fourth hostage group. Hamas is asking for more time. Looks like the world is going to do that. Biden administration is now actively working to extend the truth. Uh, I hope Israel does what it feels it needs to do for its security and damn the rest of the world. I know that's horrible to say if you're somebody who has a member of your family as a hostage, um, but at least in America, we've, well, up until this administration, we never dealt with hostage takers. We didn't do it. It doesn't set a good example, uh, and it will only lead to worse things. But as we look at some of the people coming back, among the grander disasters, we see the personal tragedies and it, it, we see it so much, it's hard to even um, focus on one story of one kind or another. The illness, the rape, the abuse, the wars. The list of what people can do to other people is enormous. And the problem, I think, is that none of us ever really follow up on it, especially the long term. We'll tell you about the hostages released. But are we going to go back in three or four years and see what happened to them? What happened to that woman who was raped in Chicago? The man that was beaten and mugged in New York? The children that are rescued from abuse or sex slavery? We might see the rescue, but we don't follow up. Did they get better? Did they rebuild their lives? Did they move on? Do they perhaps even turn their story into something positive for themselves or others somehow? Or did they forever remain scarred? Because I think this is the important thing. Over the Thanksgiving holiday, I was especially grateful for forgiveness and a chance to start all over again. I can't imagine if I just would have wallowed in my own garbage, which was a choice. Will people become bitter and angry at themselves, at society, the world at large, God? Will they forever be ruled by their past post-traumatic nightmares? Are their lives just going to be nothing but a long memory of pain? And can we blame them, really? Or will we celebrate the lives of those who died the lives of those who struggle, all those who are suffering today that might take that experience to help others so all that suffering is not in vain, even if it's just 
help themselves. They stand up, they speak, they live. And they do it to show that the hell that is life can be overcome. I have had um, many cryptic conversations about my children over the years, um, especially as they have gotten older. And if you're a longtime listener of this program, you know that we have had um, very frightening um, issues with uh, a couple of my kids in particular. I went to Tony Robbins with my son, and I called Tony, and I said, Tony, these are some of the problems. And he said, Glenn, take your son, come with him. He said, I'd be shocked if that didn't turn around. I have never seen a bigger turnaround in anyone like I've seen in my son. It is, it's remarkable. I was standing next to him. We're, what, 14,000 people. And Tony at one point has you scream out your, your biggest obstacle. And just scream it out. And I'm screaming something, and my son's screaming something. And I listen, I hear my son say something, something uh, in regards to, I can be greater than my father. Something like that. Which I was both humbled and horrified by. Because I just... My son just needs to be himself, and he'll be greater than me. Just just be you. He's changed. And I credit Tony for this. It is, it's remarkable to see him go from a young man confused, lost, on the trail, off the trail, on the trail, off the trail, to a kid that is just a man who is determined to do whatever it is he sets his mind to, without hesitation. I mean, he's walking straighter. It's, it's remarkable. And this is a kid who have at times been completely hopeless and thinking I'll never amount to anything I'll never do anything why even try because I'll never amount somebody who as a kid filled himself with just this negative tape of not being worthy and we tried and tried and tried and tried and tried. And this worked. At least as long as he chooses to do it. I think that is the point. He didn't change. He just stopped believing the lies that he was telling himself. And he just started to believe, oh, 
I can do it. In a world that teaches us that you are not good enough. I mean, this is the point of advertising. You are not complete unless you wear this brand, buy this brand, go to this place, vacation, look, your, your living room looks like this. Even your smile is a certain way on Facebook. Everything is telling you you're not enough. And then on top of it, it feels at times like the world is just turning inside out and doing all kinds of things to you. You're like, really, God, do I need this too? Really? Seriously? Thank you. Thank you. Some people just accept it. Oh, that's God's will. No, God's not going to give you something you can't handle. But it, it's true, I think. You know, I'm not God, obviously, um, and I don't, I don't know his will. Um, I, I, barely, I certainly don't know it for you because I barely know it for me, honestly, other than we're supposed to be happy and productive. We're supposed to do good things. It's, it's amazing to me how many things our body does that reinforce good things. You exercise, you feel better. It creates endorphins that all of a sudden your mood goes up. You go serve people. It does the same thing. It rewards you for doing the good things. It's an amazing system. I don't know how anybody can say that there is no God. But we're not here to have passive acceptance. Yeah, well, I'm never going to make it. And well, that's God's will. No. No, I mean, we have to accept the things that we can't change, but we also have to look at the things we can change. This is one of the reasons I have a hard time sometimes with this job, because I'm telling you a lot of the things that you can't change. I mean, you might be able to change them with the election, but that's not where you're going to find your answers. You're not going to find them in the next politician. And so... I feel defeated sometimes because I feel like I'm not giving you any answers that are worth anything at all. But then again, we all affect each other's lives. We all, we're all here for a reason and it's spiritually healthy to remember that we don't have the final say or we don't control the final outcomes. Sometimes our best efforts fail. Sometimes our best intentions are for nothing. Sometimes our prayers are answered in the negative. But it's also important to spin things around and maybe think that things aren't being done to you but perhaps if we just look at life and saying this is happening 
for me. It will require sacrifice and suffering and faith and everything else. But maybe if we choose to see it in a different light, we'll be better. If we're hungry, maybe we feed the poor. We care for the orphan. We protect the widow. We love the stranger. If we're in such a bad, dark place, wouldn't it make it easier for us to see others in that place and relate to them unlike anyone else can relate? Over the holiday, I thought of faith being an active thing to do the job that we feel God has given us. And if it's good and it lifts people, if it builds and not destroys, it makes things better. It's probably God's will, especially if you don't want to do it. It's definitely but it doesn't have to be active outside. It needs to be active in us. We survive. We make it. And it makes future generations smarter and stronger, should we choose. My addiction, my abuse to alcohol and everything else all the bad things, it turns out I can break the pattern of generational addiction, abuse. I can break that pattern. But more importantly, perhaps in some ways that happened for me. At least that's the way I interpret it. So I can relate. I can help. Whatever is happening in your life is happening for you, at least in part. In a world where babies get sick and die, a drunk driver will leave you in a lifelong coma. Hamas can do what it did on October 7th. God's not to blame for anything and everything. There is human evil. God built a world where we all have free choice for good or for evil. And all of our actions have consequences, and we focus on the evil. But he made us able to choose what to make of all of this. Maybe all of the things that are happening, I mean, I don't know if anybody else has felt this way, but it's all broken. The principles aren't broken. What we've done to the principles, we just started building houses on the beach. We're like, yeah, yeah, I understand. Yeah, no, I understand, uh, you know, the concept of a strong foundation, but I'm going to build it here on the beach. That was our choice. And now we're just reaping the consequences of those choice. But perhaps as we all share this pain and this path, we can be somebody else's opportunity If we choose our tragedy, our lives can happen for us and others as well, and no longer just to us. 
American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Well, the year is quickly winding down. New Year's is right around the corner. So you need to ask yourself, what are your financial goals? What is it you're doing to shore up your financial house? There are areas that maybe you can save money. More importantly, where are the areas where you're not saving money? If you're a lot like most Americans, the answer is debts, high interest credit card debt. Some of these are in the double digits. Some of these are in now the 30, 35 percent range. That's that's criminal. If you're a homeowner, do something about it. Please at least check this out. It's not right for everybody. It might be right for you. Give American Financing a call. In 10 minutes, they can give you a free financial review that will show you what your options are. People who are in this audience doing this are saving an average of $700 a month every month. Imagine how much freer you would feel by getting under from out underneath all of that debt and that stress. Call American Financing now at 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, or go to AmericanFinancing.net. 10 seconds, station ID. Well, I just want to show you on uh, Cyber Monday a couple of things. First of all, the uh, Glenbeck Tumbler. Uh, made entirely out of fossil fuels. So it's bad for the planet, but great for your drink. Uh, it'll put you on a list, uh, but, you know, that's okay. Made 100% heavy metal plastic. It's this year's Christmas gift. You can find it at Glenbeck Merch. Also, if it's Cyber Monday. So today we are offering 30% off uh, the first of the year of Blaze TV Plus. If you use the code CyberMonday30, this is a gift that will keep on giving. Uh, you get the Blaze TV, which means you can watch endless hours of video content on your favorite Blaze TV shows. Bonus episodes, documentaries, behind the scenes. Plus, with the Blaze TV Plus, you get the premium news content. You'll unlock Blaze News articles the opinion pieces, the analysis, and in-depth investigative reporting broaden your perspective on a myriad of issues, and it is now all ad-free. So join the subscriber-only comment section. Enjoy priority customer support from our American-based customer service team. All you have to do is uh, go to blazetv.com and use the promo code CYBERMONDAY30 You'll save 30% off your first year on Blaze TV Plus. That's blazetv.com promo code CyberMonday30. All right. Stu, what haven't we covered yet? I mean, we only briefly talked about the Eagles win, but I assume that you wanted to hold that off uh, for the next half hour. Yeah. Um, that's what that's, I was uh, that's what I was thinking. You think yeah. so? Did you see the uh the Dallas Washington game? I mean, barely. Obviously, it was more important. That was worth on. watching. It's called your family. I don't know. Maybe you'll just leave your family to watch some stupid football game. Yeah, it was that's, great. That's disgraceful. I mean, even for me, it was great. <laughs> you don't even like football. I don't even great. like football. Uh, but I like football no. more than I like my family at times. You know what I'm saying? The Cowboys are <laughs> very capable of beating teams that have won three games all year. And they've done that over and over and over again all season. It was it was amazing, though. It was an amazing It was half. not. The team, Washington's one of the worst teams in the league. Of course they beat them. I don't them. need to hear this from you. I'm, I'm not a fair-weather Dallas fan. 
I'm I'm just not. You're not a fan of anything. You don't care. <laughs> You're exactly you right. But I'm not a fair. Me. I'm the not a fair program. That's true. It was a true story. All right. When the time comes to shoot, you want to be able to do it effectively. Uh, I went out pheasant hunting, uh, much to the chagrin of many people who are like, pheasants should live a long life. And they did. And they were yummy, too. So we both win. Anyway, when you go out and you're shooting, you can drop a hundred bucks on ammo just to get solid target practice. What you need is a way to get good practice without using live ammo. If you want to use it, you can with this system called Mantis X. It is a high tech, easy to use system used by the military, and it helps improve your shooting quickly. You attach it to your firearm, connect it with an app on your smartphone or your tablet via Bluetooth. Then whether you're firing actual rounds or even dry firing practice, it will give you instant feedback on what you're doing right, what you're doing wrong, and how to correct your technique. 94% of shooters improve within 20 minutes just by using Mantis X. Mantis X, start improving today and saving money. MantisX.com. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Another great Christmas present. Give someone the subscription to Blaze TV. Use the promo code Glenn. Sarah, don't let me forget. We have to talk about the damn thing. Um, uh, can, before we, the... can we use darn, please? Can we use? No, it's, it's a family show. Now, I know it is, but it's a damn thing. Darn. No, it. The darn anyway, thing. remind me so we don't forget, because we were just talking about the Cowboys and uh, and then we got into a break and uh, and started talking about uh, Dolly Parton and her performance. <laughs> it, was, it was an interesting performance. I don't know. I thought what, it was good. I mean, I, I, love, I love Dolly Parton. Right. I think so, I think that's legally required in the United States. You must love Dolly Parton. And I do. I think I she's do. great. I love her. She's hit that weird Betty White category now. Where she just, no matter what she does, everyone is required it's to like really it. It's really weird. We they, These people come and go like this, and they usually are have been likable for years. Yes. Like George Burns, Betty White, okay, yeah. now Dolly Parton. They hit a certain age, and where most people would fade, they have this renaissance. Yes. And all of a sudden, yeah. they're like America's hero. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. George Burns was... America's comedian Betty White was America's you know sweetheart actress yeah Dolly Parton is America's entertainer it's she is this weird thing and she's an incredible person and done so much for so many people like she had you know that's probably why they get it George Burns was like that Mm. was Betty White like that she was just really super sweet but I didn't you know oh no she she was no she was big charitable but she was always sweet right you know and it seems real yeah, like it, it seems like the and but Dolly Parton is that she's the new one in that category. It feels like and just to make sure that you live in 2020, um, she's 77 in a cheerleader outfit, um, <laughs> which, you know, in 2023, I guess that's like, OK, yeah, sure. Well, I didn't notice that. What <laughs> I, I will say that part of it fell a bit into the uncanny valley for me. It was Except like I, she was like in she's in really good shape, but she's 77. Yeah, she did not look. She doesn't look 26, but she does not look 77. No, but I think that's why it was in the uncanny valley. Yes. Like I, she's in a Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders outfit, which I, I, you associate with Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders. 
mm-hmm. which look a certain way. And then you're looking at Dolly Parton, who... I think it was funny. I thought it was great. It was just bizarre. It, it was, was just It her. was a bizarre, bizarre moment. But she's great performer and a great, seemingly a great person, like a legitimately great person. Everyone loves her. She seemingly does all these things. It just, it was a, I don't know, it was a little, a little What's weird. strange is 20 years ago, mm-hmm. a 77-year-old woman getting into a Dallas Cowboys cheerleading thing would have stopped America. We all would have went, that was weird. Mm-hmm. Okay? Yeah. Now, that is the most family-friendly, yeah. normal yes. halftime yes. I've seen in 20 years. I didn't mind my kids watching it no. for once. No. And it was, some, it was something that we would have never understood 20 years ago. Yeah. Can you imagine the Super Bowl 20 years ago? A 77-year-old whomever. Madonna. And she may attempt it. Don't tempt her. Oh, she may And we'd it. all go, eh. Yeah. Dolly Parton does it. And everybody's like, okay, that was a little weird. But <laughs> not ick. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Just like, that's a little strange. Uh, and in today's world, that's nothing. And this, this, is, this relates to the conversation we have all the time when it comes to age and Joe Biden. It is not as if we don't appreciate elderly people. Like when we're impressed by someone who is able to be in their 70s and 80s and do things that not uh, that not every typical and 70 Tony and 80 year old can do. Tony Bennett uh, is another example. We're, we're like blown away by it. We love it. It's like when you it's like when you see a child who can play the piano in some amazing way. You're like, wow. Even if even a normal 30 year old piano player is really good at that particular thing, it wouldn't be as wow as a, a an eight year old or a 10 year old. The same thing as as you're. As these uh, features that typically might degrade a little bit with age, it happens to everybody. When it doesn't happen to someone uh, to that effect, you're like, wow, this person's achieving something that's really impressive. With Joe Biden, we're all like, wow, it's going worse than normal. Like he's, would anyone look at Joe Biden seriously and say he's doing better than average when it comes to the aging process? Could anyone claim that? Why did you have to start my Monday well, I With, think it's a good point. No, it I mean, shows that we're no. being balanced on this. Like, you no, know, when, because when, when Alan you first Dershowitz started, comes and I show, cannot get it out. Of, I cannot not see Joe Biden dressed as a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader now. <laughs> that's, and it's that's your problem. Yeah, that well, is, you started it. I did and I'm like, not start it, sir. If, if Joe Biden were out there, and that's what I saw, now, I'm like, oh dear. I will be incredibly disappointed in this audience if someone photoshops. Joe Biden into a Dallas Cowboy oh, cheerleader's outfit. Don't do that. Don't. This That'd is the president wrong. of the United States have we're talking about. Have some decorum, man. Well, have some respect <laughs> oh for the God. office and don't do that. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Because be I wrong. get the sense some people in this audience would want to do it. Right. Just because it's wrong to do. Right. And I, we do not stand behind that no. effort. Your Honor. At Stu Does we America, Ackland Beck. We were 100%. 100%. Right. And you know what? If you do it, make sure to tag us in it so we know you did it and we can exactly. shame you properly. Yes. Because that, that, should, that would shameful. be wrong. Would be wrong. If we see one Photoshop of Joe Biden in a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader's outfit, we're going to be incredibly disappointed Imagine in Imagine how disappointed we'll be if we see 10. Or 20. <laughs> I can't even imagine wow, what I come can't. this. <laughs> it's very disturbing. I don't know how we got there. But I will say the point of that was to say that it's not we 
a lot of people say he's too old. It's not even true. If he were one of these people who were 81 years old and was had the mental acuity of, of Alan Dershowitz, who we've had on the show a million times, who is 85, we'd all be like, yeah, like he's kicking butt. I mean, I think this happens with Donald Trump at some level. He's 77. The number might seem too high to a lot of people, but no one goes to Donald Trump. It's like, uh, they might think a lot of things about him, but they're not like, oh, he's too old. He can't handle it. He doesn't have the, 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 uh, the the the, the know, stamina the acute mental acuity no one says that about him no they don't say that about him because it's, it's not there. the problem right like he's there he's showing he can do that all the time and age is i mean i know people who are in their 60s who are really not so sharp right and it's, i know people who are you know in their 90s yeah. and you know would put me to bed every night you'd be like oh, okay. I, uh, thomas Sowell. yeah how old is thomas Sowell now he just came out with another book uh, about social justice, which looks awesome. I've not read it yet. Um, we would love to have him on. I know we've tried for years to have him on. It's yeah. called Social Justice Fallacies. Uh, he was, let's see, he was born in 1930. He's 93. And he'd run circles around almost everybody on, certainly on MSNBC. Certainly on this program. It. On this program. He's, he's one of the smartest guys, yeah. you know, yeah. out there. And still to this day can get these arguments down. I mean, I, you, would you have any problem voting for Thomas Sowell for president? No. Now, he's 93. So, I mean, there. Well, you, you want to make so sure the yes. VP is strong. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, in that case. Yeah, I make, would require yes. somebody at least as strong as Kamala Harris. Wow. Yeah. I, I, is there another one, though? That's uh, the question. I don't know. I, I would just <laughs> <No>. praise you. <laughs> just switch sides, you know. Right. Just Can you come, come on, on and help a brother out, will you? <laughs> uh, all right. Let me tell you about uh, Patriot Mobile. In fact, I want to give you a news story uh, that relates to this. I talked about it at the first hour of uh, the broadcast. It is AT&T. I don't think I have it now. AT&T is spying on you with the federal government it's it's an absolutely incredible story why we don't know this but they are actually with in cooperation with federal agencies doing a tree of everybody's call so if if somebody has reached out to a criminal in the united states they're not supposed to do this this is against the law this is against the constitution Somebody reaches out to a criminal into the United States. If they're that person that reaches out is in your phone tree, you're you're on a list. What the hell is that? Well, for me, it would be the end of my AT&T membership, but that's up to you. Patriot Mobile is America's only Christian conservative wireless provider, and they're not doing any of this. Their mission is to passionately defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms. I don't know. uh, Being in bed with the federal government and just snooping on everybody, that doesn't seem like that would be part of their mission. That's the mission they stand by. Keep your phone number. Keep your existing phone. Or for a limited time, get a free smartphone from Patriot Mobile. Just go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Call 972-PATRIOT. Use the promo code FRIDAY76. Again, get a free smartphone with the promo code FRIDAY76. It is a limited time offer. Join me. Make the switch today. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. 972-PATRIOT. Join the conversation. 
Back. The Glenn Beck Program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Uh, I want to play some video that might have uh, missed everybody during the holiday. Uh, It's about our air marshals. Listen to this. So how many uh, air marshals are on planes right now? And how many do you think uh, there should be to get to a safe level? Well, Carly, we're not we're not flying right now. The only missions that we're doing are Quiet Skies missions, and those are missions that are following the January 2021 people. So we're either on the border uh, for illegal immigrants, or we're following folks from January 2021. We're not doing our regular missions where we're out there looking for the bad guys. So right Wait, now, excuse me. on uh, most flights, you're not going to have air marshals. What this is by- the director of the air marshals, okay, for the Department of Homeland Security. We're not flying with air marshals because they're busy down on the border or they are following the January 6th people. Wow, what a clip that is. Yeah. And it certainly seems like, I could be reading this wrong, seems like she's there to say that. Yeah. she's. This is not her saying, like, we're really happy that we're following around January 6th people and not doing our actual air, air marshal mm, thing. I don't know about that. I don't know. That's Why would she do that interview and say it like that? Like, why would she, why, she would know that that would be controversial to the Fox News audience. It sounds like something like she's pissed off about and wants people to know. I hope that's the case. I hope that's the case. I hope that's the case. Wow. Uh, Also, we have four Northwest Republican lawmakers that have asked the federal government to share the details of the secret negotiations between the government and environmental groups that are calling for the removal of five dams on the Columbia and Snake River. This is kind of important. If you don't, I can't believe it's only the Republicans that are standing up and saying, hey, can we find out about this? Federal government has no right, no right to do this. We're talking about the hydroelectric plants, five of them that practically provide most of the power for the pacific northwest so you have hydroelectric which is zero emissions by the way you have hydroelectric power being generated and to save the salmon they're talking about undamming those now so you know i have a farm in idaho that will affect my water that will affect the water of everyone, all of the farmers. The, the, much of the Pacific Northwest from Washington, Idaho, Utah, Wyoming is high desert. There's no water. You have growing populations and we're already killing our farmers. You're going to shut the water off and they're doing it in secret. How big of a deal would that be? Oh my gosh! It would completely change. It would completely change the Pacific Northwest. You would have massive power outages uh, all throughout the Pacific Northwest. You would you would have farmers go out of business in my area. It's high desert. 
You're, you're not growing anything without water supply. If you don't have a reservoir, you, you don't have water. So all of the, all of the uh, farmland, majority of it, gone. My understanding is the water just comes out of the faucet, though. You just turn yeah, it on. Yeah, you do have kind of, that. You do right? have that. You'll still have out. the water out of the faucet. Okay. Sure, sure. All right. But farmers don't have a big enough faucet. Oh, okay. That's yeah. how it works? Yeah. yeah. So they're going to have to make bigger faucets. I'm from the Northeast, uh, so I don't understand. But you're yeah. just basically saying that the water that just magically comes out of the faucet might not come out of the faucet? And, and on top of that, mm. if you're not around an electrical outlet, yeah. you won't have electricity either now i'm concerned about this mm-hmm. because normally i don't care about electricity because it's so bad for the environment but, right but the electric car revolution is happening what does this what mean for this? our electric cars exactly you can see now you're thinking wow now you're thinking like a real environmentalist ah uh, <laughs> that's never been said <laughs> uh yeah this is really really bad really bad i can't i mean i i first of all they're cutting all of the voters out. They're cutting the electrical uh, utility companies out. The, the utilities are like, uh, excuse me, are you just you're making changes to our livelihoods and you're not even talking to us about it? They're just making a deal with the Native American tribes to save the salmon. Isn't a sim- somewhat similar thing happening across the Southwest as well with, uh, you know, Vegas and Phoenix and all these areas that need water uh well there's all sorts of rights battles over them and environmental battles going on and they keep trying to uh play with these rights in a way that could really screw these cities that have been built up in these areas this is all all over the west right now is a desert yes i I know you know um uh arizona is a desert there's a reason why people didn't live there years ago and when i say years ago Five decades ago, mm-hmm. not like a thousand years ago, right? Five decades ago, no air conditioning because there was not enough electricity and no water. You start screwing with our dams and our hydroelectric uh, system as well as reservoirs. What are those towns going to do? They will dry up and blow away. Who are these people in Washington? Who are they? The Glenn Beck Program.